Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 106, wherein we continue our study of the Come Follow Me materials for this week. We are in April 13th to April 19th, covering Mosiah chapters 1-3, to filled with love towards God and all men. We're looking at the section today in the Personal Scripture Study part, which uh, is, has the title, When I serve others, I am also serving God, which covers Mosiah chapter 2, verses 10 to 26. We're going to break this into half as, as it's quite a, a substantial chapter and it also uh, has quite a lot uh, within it. Um, but I love this uh, part of, well, I mean, King Benjamin's speech is a, high, is a highlight for many people and this is just a fantastic part of it. In Mosiah chapter 2 verse 10, we realise that King Benjamin uh, is not quite like uh, other rulers at this time. Uh, if you look at the kind of the history of ancient rulers, particularly in Mesoamerica and, and all these other places in Central America and South America, and you look at some of the rulers within the Book of Mormon itself that, that uh, record these uh, individuals, there are quite a few uh, who take the uh, philosophy that the more wealth and power that they have, then the greater the people are. But King Benjamin flips this on his head, and in verse 10 he says, I have not commanded you to come up hither that you should fear me, or that you should think that I am of myself more than a mere mortal man. It's interesting that he only commanded the tower to be built once he realised it was the only way that people could hear what he was going to say. Um, otherwise, I'm sure, like Jacob, he would just teach it from the temple steps. Um, you know, he doesn't think himself more than anyone else. Uh, and you see this uh, throughout these verses. I mean, I'm not going to read them all because there is just a lot of them and so much uh, in them. But Jay, uh, King Benjamin is saying that he hasn't sought riches. He hasn't sought to suffer their, yeah, suffer them with taxes and things like that to confine them to dungeons and all these other things. And in verse 14, he says, And even I myself have laboured with my own hands that I might serve you, and that you should not be laden with taxes, and that there should be nothing come upon you which was grievous to be borne. And of all these things which I have spoken, ye yourselves are witnesses this day. Um, obviously, you know, we see this as an example of Jacob's, sorry, I keep saying Jacob, uh, King Benjamin's um, rule that he has tried to help his people rather than give them things that make it to, to support and, and nourish him. Uh, he has sought to serve them. In verse 15, we read in, of Mosiah 2, Yet, my brethren, I have not done these things that I might boast. Neither do I tell these things that thereby I might accuse you. But I tell you these things that you may know that I can answer a clear conscience before God this day. So what's interesting is that his purpose is because of, of serving and stating that he has served is not so that he can say, you know, I've been this great ruler where, where I've done all these things for you and you should be grateful to me. But rather it's so that he can say, you know, I can I can say to my God that I have helped and blessed and tried to love and serve my fellow man because he loves his God, which is, of course, the two great commandments. Um, in a talk called Strengthen Thy Brethren in April 2005, this was said by Robert J. Wetton, who said, quote, Every unselfish act of kindness and service increases your spirituality. God would use you to bless others. Your continued spiritual growth and eternal progress are very much wrapped up in your relationships, in how you treat others. Do you, do you indeed love others and become a blessing in their lives? Isn't the measure of the level of your conversion how you treat others? The person who does only the, those things in the church that concern himself alone will never reach the goal of perfection. 
Service to others is what the gospel and exalted life are all about. Close quote. I thought this was a really powerful quote, identifying that service is part of living the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, of course, we are you know, required to make sure that we are right before the Lord, that we are having faith in him, repenting of, of our sins and making those right choices that we can every day. But part of our conversion or a measure of our conversion is how we treat others. Are we you know, doing what we can with our ministering families, what we, and, and, I, and I use that phrase importantly, what we can, because, and in a moment, um, you know, some of the words that King Benjamin says are really important as well to remember that we should do what we can. Uh, I am one of those people that um, would beat myself up if I've not been able to see a certain individual in a certain week or in a certain period of time. Uh, and if I've kind of laxed in one area because I've had to focus in another and prioritize another. Um, obviously, if I've not done the things I should because I've just basically been doing my own thing, then that's different. But if I've done everything that I can and I, you know, I'm, I'm showing the Lord my my full sacrifice, that is different. But I love this, how, um, you know, our spiritual growth and eternal progress are wrapped up in the relationships that we have in how we treat others. I think that's a wonderful expression of how we should be thoughtful and considerate of each other and how we serve one another. In verse 17, we have the famous verse, and behold, I tell you these things that you may learn wisdom, that you, that you may learn that when you're in the service of your, of your fellow beings, you're only in the service of your God. Um, I mean, that is just, you know, wise, wise words for every single one of us. It is clear here that King Benjamin saw his appointment as, and uh, anointment as king as a opportunity to serve. And in two, and in verse 11, he, he's talked about that with his might, mind and strength, uh, with what he could do. Um, and I think that that is important. It, it, the Book of Mormon Central put out a know why number 308, uh, which says, which is titled, How Are Acts of Service Related to Wisdom? And I think that as we understand and begin to understand the role that wisdom uh, service has in our lives and those around us, then we start to learn more wisdom. As we, uh, we've, we've, often, we've often been told that as we serve others, then we are changed, we are perfected. And uh, I think that that is an absolute um, link with this, uh, that we need to be making sure that we are doing what we can to serve others. Service, all service is basically serving God. Um, and no matter how much we serve God, we are unprofitable servants. However, um, you know, this service goes before us as a, as a tribute to our Heavenly Father to show how much we love him as well as his children. Uh, and I think that is when we start to realize that wisdom. Uh, President Dieter F. Uchtdorf said, quote, when we become obsessed with our status, when we focus on our own importance, power or reputation, when we dwell upon our public image and believe our own press clippings, that's when the trouble begins. That's when pride begins to corrupt, close quote. Um, you know, we, we must be wanting to serve because we love God and our fellow men, uh, not because we will get some sort of um, accreditation for it or recognition. And I'm sure that we all fall into that trap, uh, whether it is, you know, as blatant as, you know, look at me, look at what I'm doing, I'm so great. Or even if it's as subtle as, oh, you know, it would, it would have been better if I'd done this, then I would have, you know, it would have gone better for me. And that kind of thing. It is very easy to to slip into this mindset, and so it's important that we um that we consider that, um, you know, when when we really understand these this idea of service, we understand that the Savior was the ultimate example of service. President Boyd K. Packer taught, quote, "In one sense, we ourselves may participate in an atonement. 
When we are willing to restore to others that which we have not taken, or heal wounds that we did not inflict, or pay a debt that we did not incur, incur we are emulating his part in the atonement. Close quote. And I think that's a very powerful statement, that when we are serving others, we're not serving others because we've made them lose something. You know, that would that would be restitution. That, that, would, that wouldn't be service. We serve people um, by doing something or giving something or giving of our time to do something that is not our fault. It is, you know, it's not because of us. Um, and yet, you know, that is a reflection of what the Saviour did for us in a very small sense, because, of course, the Saviour's at atonement uh, was infinite in its nature and so intimate. Um, but we are healing wounds that we didn't inflict. We are paying something or doing something which we didn't incur. And I'll just love that idea from present uh, Packer. That the, and that's why service is such a powerful opportunity. Uh, in verse 218, um, King Benjamin then rounds this off uh, toward the next point, which we'll talk about tomorrow, by saying, Behold, ye have called me your king, and if I, whom ye call your king, do labour to serve you, then ought ye not to labour and serve one another? Um, you know, obviously, you know, that was such an important point. In April 2016, President Henry B. Eyring uh, said this, quote, When our faith in Jesus Christ leads us to qualify for the joy of his forgiveness, we feel a desire to serve others for him. King Benjamin taught that forgiveness is not accomplished in a single moment, close quote. And I love that, just to finish this off, that, you know, if you are not in the position where you feel like you want to go out and, you know, make some wrongs right for other people that you haven't caused, and, you know, we have our own issues to deal with, let's not forget, then let's not forget that also this is a lifelong process, that it's not going to be a single moment we have that switch to serve others uh, diligently. But there are some great examples of that in our lives today. And so I urge you to look toward those people and consider what can you do today, even if it's a small something to help lift another's day, even if it's a small message or a, or a thought that can lift them up then you can do something today to serve, particularly in our very difficult situation with COVID-19 and the restrictions placed. We can still find small ways to, to serve others. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If there's anything you've been studying, please share it at mattsroberts90 on Twitter, or you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. And of course, there is always the Facebook group to join Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you for listening. And until we meet again.